good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Glad to have you as part of the podcast today. Hope that this day has been a good one for you thus far. If you're just starting out your morning, I pray that uh, it's been a time where you've been able to meditate on the Lord at least a bit before you get off to your obligations and responsibilities for life. And each day seems to pass so quickly. And before you know it, you turn around and a few months have gone by. And uh, you're uh, maybe find yourself not not that much further along spiritually. So let me challenge you that every race is won by putting one foot in front of the other and by making uh, the most of the time that God gives to you. It's a great day to serve the Lord today, and as every day is. And I've uh, been calling our attention, began yet on the last podcast by talking about uh, our evangelizing to a uh, to a secular society that we live in, to a lost world uh, that by and large, in, in particular here, even in America, it's not a given that a lot of people are growing up having a knowledge of God, having spent time in church. Uh, that is a long, largely bygone era now. And so whenever we do evangelization, we find ourselves, at least I find myself, being with a a group of people that have so little knowledge of the Bible and so little knowledge of what God has said and of the gospel itself and of what genuine Christianity is, that it's almost like working in a third world country situation where you have to take time to work people uh, work people through the truth of the Bible from the very beginning to show them where death came from and sin came from and their need for a savior. So as a result of this, because there's so little knowledge of the Bible and people can't think in terms of scriptural uh, principles that we, you have a population now of people that are languishing and they're limping along and they're trying to make sense out of this life. And they really are, like Jesus described people, as sheep having no shepherd. And as a result of that, his he- his heart was heavy and he was moved with compassion and he felt the plight of the lost. And I think that that ought to be the, the, uh, the sense that every true Bible-believing Christian has, is that when we look around us and we understand that this world is just lashing out, trying to make sense out of this existence and why we're here and where we're going, it ought to be our, our, our compassionate hearts that motivate us to reach out to people, to introduce them to the Lord. Uh, in Acts chapter 17, we turned our attention in the last podcast, and we continue that even now in the example of the Apostle Paul, who was an example really of how we ought to think and how we ought to adjust our lives as believers. He found himself in Acts chapter 17 alone in the city of Athens, the cultural capital of the world. And he went there and he saw the idolatry along as, long, as well as the prosperity. Uh, but it was dominated, Athens was, by pagan religions of idol- idolatrous worship. And the Apostle Paul looked and thought and pondered. And the more he saw, the more slavery that he saw to carved images, the more it inflamed his heart and uh, and it burned within him to the point where he had to speak out. Uh, even though those people that are there were not Israelites or Jewish people, he knew that these people would die without Christ and they would be lost, but that they had the opportunity to be saved. And so he wanted to communicate the gospel. He could simply have been a sightseer in Athens. Uh, he could have raised his hands in horror and ran away from the place. Uh, 
He didn't sign a petition of some sort, but rather the Apostle Paul wanted to proclaim the gospel to all. Now, I want to pause and think about this for the podcast today, and I want to give you that challenge as well as we look around us in our lost world. Uh, He wasn't a sightseer when he came into that city. He was in Athens as a soul winner. He wanted to proclaim the gospel. The great commission that we read about in Acts, excuse me, in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, is to proclaim the gospel to non-believers who are listening. And the paganism of the Athenian people led Paul to really devise a particular strategy to help give that gospel out. Now, whether they were in a place of worship or not was really irrelevant. As a matter of fact, many of them might not have been in a place of worship. And so the Apostle Paul, knowing that he couldn't get a church building rented, he couldn't get a storefront rented and start assembling people for them to come, instead, he went right to the streets themselves. Uh, We have to remember that, that in our walk of life, the opportunities that God gives us are frequently those of our own creation, in that we don't abandon the marketplace and the towns in these cities to the cults and the false teaching. We know that Paul's habit was he first went into a synagogue where he found Jews, those who feared God. He tried to reason with them and show them from the scriptures. But that just wasn't going to be enough for him because he'd already seen the population of the town and their lostness. And so there were many who wouldn't go into a place of worship. They certainly would not be accepted in a synagogue. Uh, And they needed, though, to hear the gospel. So as his habit was in Acts 17, he went daily to the marketplace where he met people who, quote, happened to be there, and he spoke to them about Christ. You know, we never know who you'll meet with when you uh, are going about your daily activity or when you go to the marketplace or the market basket, as our case is. You never know who you're going to meet. I encourage you to always keep a track and to engage people in conversation about, about the Lord and inviting them to read the track and to know the gospel because you just don't ever know. Paul had not bought into the myth of that trickle-down approach to evangelism which seeks to reach only the influential people of society. He was following his master, the Lord Jesus Christ, of whom we read in Mark chapter 12 verse 37, quote, the common people heard him gladly. Most of the people that Paul met in the marketplace even at the shrines that were around the area, would have been ordinary people who never would have hit the headlines. Uh, They were not uh, notorious people in town, but they needed to hear of Jesus and his love for them. And inevitably, he encountered people that were enthused by the popular religions and the philosophies and the worldviews of the day. And that resulted in even further opportunities to give the gospel. He was actually in the 17th chapter invited to the Areopagus. If you read that chapter, that was the Athenian administrative educational religious center. It was a place where all of the religions disseminated their thinking and their their uh, their principles. Folks, I just want to, in this podcast today, encourage you that if we're going to reach all the people in our godless nation, we've got to get to the marketplaces as well as to the synagogues and to the to the Areopagus. In other words, what I mean by that is we can't afford to settle into some kind of a siege mentality hoping that people will just come to our church meetings. 
Uh, we advertise. We put it out on the sign. We invite people to come. Uh, we will occasionally put advertisements in the paper. But the reality is that we just can't sit back in a chair and wait for people to come into the church house in order to hear the gospel. If we know that people need the Lord, we got to tell them that. If we don't tell them, who will? And that's why God has entrusted us with the greatest message that this world will ever, ever hear. And so for us to sit back and wait is unacceptable. God said in that first word of of uh, Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20, he said, Go and preach the gospel. Go and make disciples. Uh, the implication is that we are already going and we ought to be constantly giving out the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's what Paul did in this marketplace. He went out and he, uh, he practiced that song that we sing sometimes in church, Rescue the Perishing, Care for the Dying, snatch them in pity from sin and despair. I hope that you're looking for those opportunities. You may say, Pastor, I'm not a very well-spoken individual. But you know what? People will listen to you when you come and tell what the Lord has done for you. I'm praying for you that you'll be useful to the Lord today, on this very day. God brings somebody across your path and you have an opportunity to give them a gospel track. If you don't have some, get some at church. I know they're there. I put them there myself. And then you go out with those and you sow those seeds of God's word. And I know the Lord will bless you and you will get a blessing as a result of being obedient to the commissioning of the Savior. God bless you today. Look for those divine opportunities and God's going to use you. God bless you.